repeat what you just said, but say it into the mic. <laughs> this will be interesting. We need this for content. <laughs> Facts. You can do it while you're doing the fucking dab rick shit. All right, but uh, but yeah. So um, I was gonna stream, but um, I already didn't stream on Wednesday because Wednesday was uh, so. Twitch has a problem, which is like kind of a common problem, just with just like being black and online, or just like a person of color. And they're just not all. I imagine people are really nice to you online, and really <laughs> respectful yeah. of the space you take up. They kiss your wife on the cheek. Yeah, like a fucking gentleman should. Yeah. <laughs> That's a, 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 an example of something that every man should do. Just any person, just immediately <laughs> when you meet someone, just put your lips on their spouse. Oh yeah. But um, <laughs> so um, there's a thing called like hate raids where bots just come in. Like, okay, that sounds. It's it's fun. So like I'll just be chilling, like rapping, uh, talking about the news or gaming, like in the middle of a match or something, doing whatever. And like a bunch of bots will come in. It might be bots, it might be real people. Because that was another thing that happened. Apparently, my. The one time it happened, apparently, my stream got posted on some kind of like neo Nazi, like, uh, forum or something. Mm -hmm. And it was like 20 of them that came into the YouTube and like spamming and wearing monkey emojis. Like, Jesus Christ. Everything you can imagine. And, um, but like, do you freak out or do you like egg them on? Or are you just like, you're I, giving me more views. So, like, you're that's okay. that's pretty much how I Come play. Hang out. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, you're blowing my engagements out, and you're like, you are literally not showing me, like, you're not posting anything that I've never seen before. It's not gonna hurt my feelings, it's not going to disrupt anything that I'm doing. I don't even understand the motivation behind doing that unless, like, they're trying to, like, legit fuck with you. Like, just showing up and being like, yo, I'm just gonna, like, say some fucked up shit to this person for five minutes. I mean, I guess that's the fun <laughs> of it as um, a person who might have been enjoying that when uh, they were a young whippersnapper. <laughs> it's just, like, the fact that people engage with it at all. So in a way, I'm giving them what they're looking for, but at the same time, uh, if I were to like freak out and because I mean, some people aren't like a lot of people aren't really built like that. A lot of people probably would uh, freak out if they just saw their chat was like full of slurs directed at them or whatever. You know what I mean? But um, I feel like if if that bothers you, then like you're not like a real one enough to like be streaming that much like you really like to be online you have to have like yeah. very thick skin in general yeah it's kind of it was kind of a thing though where like twitch had uh for like marginalized communities for like um they just came out with a bunch of new tags like mm -hmm. black african-american lgbtqia plus um bisexual like all these different tags that uh to help all these like marginalized or like niche communities in the twitch sphere find each other because Did it backfire? yes because it allowed the bots to individually target those communities 
didn't like Etsy or Twitter or someone recently do the same thing where like they made a new tag where like you could put black owned business on your shit oh my goodness why would they do that it's one of the (laughs) exactly I mean it's because libs don't know how the internet works and fucking old people don't know how the internet works I read this crazy article about how AI is like learning how to be racist oh you yeah I've read those things too where it's like shit's nuts we let people tell this fucking robot what to say and within 20 minutes it was just straight up like reciting neo-nazi propaganda (laughs) (laughs) which is funny but it's fucking crazy it's like uh uh ultron from iron man just like it gets exposed internet for eight minutes and decides that humanity shouldn't exist anymore (laughs) well i mean that's like fucking what that's like the ideology of humanity not existing anymore it's like fascism (laughs) i don't i don't understand why the fucking Lilu Dallas and fucking Fifth Element didn't just be like y'all aren't even fucking you guys should not be that should have been a completely different movie where she then hunts down and kills every single human being <laughs> like she's like I have seen where I know literally everything about everything and y'all are fucked up that's pretty much the, the timeline would be better if it did not exist fact. that's like the Brightburn is that movie Brightburn where it's like I really like that movie it was pretty I, yeah evil kid Superman now that we're this far into it it's like zombies where like evil superman's been done to death at this point but it was one of the cool early like evil superman like timeline type deals i really liked that movie and i was really looking forward to the cinematic universe that they teased where they had like evil aquaman and like evil fucking wonder woman and bright burn they did yeah at the very end they did like a they did, you know, everyone has the fucking cut scene at the end or whatever the fuck. I didn't see that. Yeah, it was like a news report and it was supposed to be like the local news like covering like the Brightburn kid like fucking shit up. And then they're just like the news people being like, what do we do? What do we do? What the fuck's going on? And then it shows like reports like now in like the South China Sea, there's like some fucking thing in the water like fucking with shit, which is supposed to be Aquaman. And then there was like some like Eastern European like witch thing that they found, which is supposed to be fucking Wonder Woman. That's sick. And like, I was like, fuck yeah, they're just gonna like make Bizarro everyone. And it's gonna be (laughs) fucking tight. And then we're gonna get like good guy Lex Luthor and it's gonna get real weird. Did you ever fucking read the Superman shit where fucking uh, he like landed in Nazi Germany? No, that sounds crazy. It's fucking nuts. There's also one where he fucking landed in Russia. Too. I saw, I heard of that one. The only thing related to Nazi Germany I have is uh, there's a uh, the crow. I think it's called the crow skinning the wolves. It's like a edition of the crow where the the crow possesses uh, a victim, like a Holocaust victim, and he comes and, like fucks up all these guards in these concentration camps. That's fucking. That's sick. pretty fire. <laughs> That's fucking tight. Um, but yeah, um, that was why I didn't stream Wednesday because uh, we we fucking veered off. But uh, <laughs> yeah, brought it back. You brought it back that nicely. Was, that, was, that was that was, uh, that was why I that didn't uh, I didn't stream Wednesday though because that became like a hashtag. People, uh, it started off the original hashtag. I think was. Twitch do better, or like Twitch do better, something like that. Yeah, it's and, not that zazzy, but it gets. But then it became a day without Twitch, so like all these streamers mm. were 
not streaming on Twitch on Wednesday. How did that do? Do you know like the monetary impact that did? Um, I'm not sure. The one thing I know from watching like Devin Nash on YouTube is that like if you have less than five viewers, then it costs Amazon more money to host you than you bring into them in ad revenue or whatever. So, hmm. um, how many people participated? Do you know? Um, a lot did. There was a couple that didn't that I was kind of disappointed in, but Hassan uh, did it. That's sick. Fuck yeah, I mean, if y'all could, I mean, there should be like, dude, it'd be nuts if there was like a fucking, like a streamer's union. That would be insane if that actually existed. I mean, that would be fucking cool. I mean, I don't know how the fuck you would even do that. But, like, if you could do that to where you could organize to be like, yo, Twitch, like, like strong arm fucking Twitch. I don't know if you would have to, like, you, you wouldn't be able to present it that way. You'd have to be like an agency or something. Or like a gang. You could just. <laughs> a streamer gang. Just a streamer religion. Yeah, a streamer cult. Fuck yeah. <laughs> that would be very funny just to start a fucking streamer cult. No. No, because then someone would do it and make it fucking, like, make them, like, tax exempt or something. And then we just have. This weird libertarian streamer's paradise. The closest we'll get to that is the hippy dippy round table. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's that's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Speaking of cool YouTube things. <laughs> okay. Um, in case people haven't noticed, there's a new voice today. It's Kevin. Kevin is the new co-host. Oh, hello. <laughs> and um, yeah. Do you wanna say the intro thing for the first time on your first one? You just say, we're the Bolsheviks? Oh, yeah. We're the Bolsheviks. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. No one should ever fuck with farmers. I read this crazy article about how AI is, like, learning how to be racist. It's rock and roll, bitch. It's pretty absurd thinking about it now. All right, we're done. I'm ending it. I'm ending it. We're done. done. Complete nonsense. Nonsense. Um, all right. Plugs, plugs up top. Um, I feel bad having to say that every time, but if not, I just like completely fucking forget to do the shit. But like, yeah, if you've up with the show, please, uh, rate and review, give us a fucking five star rating. Five stars. It takes no fucking effort and it really helps us out uh, the most really out of anything. Um, and tell your friends, people have been telling their friends, uh, we've been getting more listeners, which is fucking cool. So like, what's up? If this is your first episode, <laughs> what's up? <laughs> It's Kevin's first episode also, so you guys are on the same boat. <laughs> um, we have the same feel. Yeah, exactly. Same vibe. Right? <laughs> um, yeah, if you fuck with the show, we have a Patreon for five bucks a month. You get an extra episode every week and access to the Discord. And you can find the Bolsheviks on all social media platforms. And from there, you can find our individual profiles for me, Kevin, and super producer, Andrew. And do you want to do any of your individual plug stuff? Um. Just EndlessCemetery.com. It's my Twitch stream slash YouTube stream slash Facebook stream. Just everything, VODs, clips, everything, EndlessCemetery.com. That's pretty much where I'm at. (laughs) Since you're the new student, we'll do your introduction. But this is a music episode since we're celebrating Kevin's first episode here with us so uh we're going to be playing a dosser song it's either dozer or dosser i don't know how to fucking say the band's name but d-o-s-s-e-r yeah probably say it dosser we say dosser right 
I've heard people say both. I, I would say Dosser, but maybe I'm wrong. I can see how someone would pronounce a Dozer. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> and the song's called uh, Way Down, and it's from the quarantine sessions. We'll have links to all that in the subscription and, and, or the description of the episode. Sorry. We've been hitting that fucking dab pen. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it's very nice. It's very fucking nice. Um, but yeah, so Kevin, do you want to sort of introduce yourself to everyone? And um, yeah, I'm gonna um, make it as awkward as possible because I didn't tell you I was gonna do this. It's all good. Um, <laughs> I pretty much, uh, I just, yeah, I don't work in Baltimore anymore, but I live in Baltimore. I've pretty much spent my entire life in Baltimore. Um, I'm originally from Dayton, Ohio. My parents moved from Dayton when I was like two, though. Um, so the only experience I really have in Dayton is just like going out there for family events and stuff like that, like a couple times a year. But um, I went to school and lived and pretty much grew up in Baltimore County. But um, later in like high school and stuff, I started playing music in Baltimore City through uh billy i don't know if you yeah billy uh i played billy i went to the same high school as billy we played in a couple of bands together oh really book our shows and stuff so um just like as a consequence of that i would meet people shows we played and shows i go to and eventually i moved out here with ray so on and so forth oh you moved out here with ray yeah i actually i've lived with all the members of uh embalming process all the members (laughs) (laughs) that's very chill yeah it's pretty fuck yeah and then you want to do your talk about your streaming shit a little bit or just like your online presence because that's how we we met at shows and bullshit but we became friends through uh just left shit posting yeah yeah basically um I do a like news stream, but also history stream. I talk about like, um, I guess you could consider it like history from a less leftist perspective, but it's really just like, um, history of like how shitty people on the receiving end of like American empire and, uh, colonialism and so on and so forth have been treated specifically in the United States of America, just because I am American and I'm lazy as shit, so that's the easiest information to find readily. And um, some people don't like that sometimes, or consequently, I will be really good at Mortal Kombat and absolutely <laughs> detonate someone's cheeks on Mortal Kombat, and they'll get upset about that. And uh, I just troll people. I just troll them. Um, they get really mad and I laugh at them and they get even more mad. It's a lot of fun. Um, but that's pretty much, that's like my brand, I guess. That's what people would, would come just to see me laugh at right wingers and, uh, people who are sore losers on fighting things. <laughs> I mean, that's a very, I feel like the Venn diagram that I don't know how big that Venn diagram is between like people who are, I mean, God damn it. It must be so much fun to just like have these people just yell at you and you're just like, I don't care. You're giving me more views, dude. (laughs) Right. Facts. You're defeating the purpose. Whatever your purpose is, you're not what you think you're doing. You're not doing. Yeah. You're not doing it at all. You're helping me. me. You're helping me out. (laughs) Do you feel like, I don't know. Like, how does that feel being like a, you know, being a fucking person of color? And then people are just like screaming 
oh, like by screaming, I mean like they're 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 probably typing in all caps, oh, so they're screaming. It's not even just like it's it's. I'm honestly impressed with the ingenuity because there's obviously filters like on Twitch, like in the chats, for you to not just straight up type the N word. So they'll have like like ASCII like or like emojis or just like they're like it's very elaborate with all the macros and stuff that they've taught these bots, I guess, to to type with or in the event that they're doing it themselves, like these crazy macros that they come up with to like make essentially just like bubble letters like of the N-word. I mean it's like, just turning racism into an art form. Yeah. Is what it really just basically. Sounds like. But um, yeah, that's why people don't really like Twitch. But I mean, that kind of scene. I don't know. I don't I've, know how you would avoid that on any streaming. Platform. I was gonna say personally, I've encountered it more on YouTube. Really? Um, did that shit fuck with you? Nah. More like more recently, I've encountered it on Twitch. But um, like literally when it happens, I'm like stoked because it's I'm just like oh awesome, this is free content. I mean, that's you. It, I, I, I don't understand why people would do that in order to hurt you because you have no like there's no downside for you unless your feelings are going to get hurt, which like if your feelings are going to get hurt from someone saying something mean to you on the Internet, get the fuck off the Internet, the like internet. get the fuck yeah, off the Internet. So, like, you know, and obviously America sucks. Like, I'm sure you've been at the, you know, the shit end of the stick for a lot of like very fucked up oh, things yeah. that people have said, like. I feel like oh, a lot of yeah. people listening to the show have been made fun of and been, For you know. For sure. Like, just in general, if you're from or if you've worked in Baltimore at any point, you've probably been subject to yeah. a lot of bullshit if you've, like, been in the right parts of town or are from the right part. Yeah, unless you're a very specific demographic of person, you're going to get a lot of shit. Which, like, you know, but, like, I don't understand why you would get online and be like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to, like, call this. I'm going to elaborately call this person slurs. I bet that's going to fuck with them, but me and 40 of my friends are going to do it. Like, all it's going to do is make your engagements look fucking crazy. Yeah. And it's just going to boost you up really hard. And, like, it's. It's. I guess I'm jealous of people who actually get enjoyment out of that because. Yeah. My. That's. And that's what. My serotonin doesn't hit that easily. Right. And that's what's so interesting is, like, the. With the, like, the sentiment behind the whole movement or whatever. I have empathy with the people who they might be like small time streamers anyway. They only have an audience of like two or three viewers that are just like people they personally know. They're just like a circle of people. Yeah. Maybe they watch each other. And now suddenly there's like 40 people in your chat spamming slurs dealing with like, you know, maybe they're dropping the F slur or like yeah. doing something nutty like that in there. And like you're, if you're already like anxious, like type of person, cause that's uh, a lot of people are, on the internet or like neurodivergent in their own different ways, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, no, I mean, you're not going to be like deep on the internet, you know, unless yeah. like there's some shit going on with everything, you know, I that's, think that that's us I, and everyone. Listening. I was going to say, <laughs> you know I, I definitely have a little damage I'm, upstairs. So yeah, no, my, I'll just, uh, I'll say I that off a, top disclaimer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I've abused the shit out of my brain. So. I'm not responsible for anything I do anymore. But yeah, like I I don't know. That's just like that is very interesting, like the trolling thing. Trolling on main is like in and of itself courageous. <laughs> you should get a <laughs> you get a fucking medal for it. 
Well, because like we're both on like Facebook and Instagram and shit and like follow all the same people. Like no one's really talking and not that you or I like really talk that spicy or do anything too crazy. Yeah. But there are some people who are fucking wild on there. Oh, there's like on main people just straight up go full white power on the main sometimes. But it's fucking nuts. nuts. It, It is completely nuts. Like how fucking brazen people can get. And then just like, dude, like I used to be a part of like so many groups that were just like people being racist, but the comments were open. Yeah, that was, oh, totally. That Mm -hmm. was like, that's was part of my impulse to troll was just like me just trolling my friends off top is me seeing like having mutual friends with these people and seeing their wild posts and then posting on a post that they've also posted on. Mm-hmm. Just, just sneaking like, in, subbing yeah. them, just subbing the shit out of them, hitting them with the subliminals. You know what I mean? Like, and then that's how it starts. Dude, <laughs> it's the art of trolling. I've seen so many memes where it's like people will it'll be some like criticism of someone's like Instagram account, and then they'll be like, "No, nah, it's cool. We're like fighting an empire with unlimited resources by sending out stupid memes about like gay communism, and it that's has the empire show." Huh? It's unlimited resources. No, it really is. But it's interesting how like (laughs) the meme machine just continues to crank them out. Dude. And it converts people. It is converting people. I know more people who have gotten into like left politics because of like dumb memes and just like, that's how they like start to learn about shit. Then anytime I've tried to like proselytize about like fucking communist theory. Oh yeah. For sure. No one wants to hear that shit, but you post enough like funny memes and then finally someone will be like, yo, what? does this mean like has that ever happened that's wanna, happened to me yeah, has that oh, ever yeah. happened? i want to yeah. understand this meme mm-hmm. that's like whether it's like that happens really with anything if you're just like our participant in meme culture which is yeah. its own thing like there's an art to it there's sure. and there's a even higher art to shit posting for sure like informational <laughs> shit posting is like you should there should be a fucking museum of fine art for like some of this shit <laughs> There was a certain turning point where, like, I was definitely, I feel like this is true for a lot of people. Like, I was the, like, early 2000s or, like, mid-aughts, like, YouTube edgelord, like, atheist edgelord. (laughs) At a certain point, you're just like, I just want to say offensive shit, but the thing about it is you want to say offensive shit that is also correct. So you're like what is the most correct position to have about this issue? Mm -hmm. And sometimes it leads you into weird ass outcomes. It can really poison your brain real quick. I mean, that's why I really don't give a shit about like, you know, my personal president, president G putting (laughs) the fucking hammer down on all them fucking nerds over there and playing video games. Yo, three hours a fucking week. Hey, you know what I mean? Freedom. I'm glad I don't live over there. <laughs> Dude, I mean, I was talking about this. Actually, this will be a fun little first thing that we talk about. Because <laughs> nice. I, I think we're going to have differing opinions on it. Okay. We'll I see. don't give a shit about it. I think it's, I think uh, from a broad view, I think it's a good fucking thing. Okay. You know? And I, the, the reason being, if, and theoretically it's a good thing. If you could show me data that proved like people who play video games this much, like because the Chinese fucking government controls so much and everything is like, and this is one of the criticisms that you'll hear also is everything is so like uh, meticulously documented and everything is like so ranked, right? 
Okay. That like when you're over there, like they're tracking you as like a number, not a person, because you're a cog in the communist machine like in your or whatever. Social, your social standing or whatever. Mm-hmm. So like your grades mean a lot, and like your whole day is like pretty much tracked like through activities to like put you into these certain spots in Chinese culture or whatever. Like if they have done that to the point where they can look at data, like actual data, and be like, "Yo, people who play video games for this much, like their grades." are lowered by this much stuff and like then when you graduate and then you get into your first job like your productivity level is down here if that's the reason why they're doing it like from like the perspective of someone who's like trying to run like a country i can understand why you're like you know what like fuck this shit like oh yeah our productivity like our shit is fucking falling and like in order to do that like y'all don't need to be fucking on there just like go do literally anything else just don't yeah. fucking sit in the house all the time and then uh the other part of it oh fuck was like i heard some people who were like being interviewed on like al jazeera and like other shit like that because i don't really listen to a lot of like american news and i understand I that any fucking news outlet's going to be shitty right yeah and have their biases like i do like bc and al jazeera and that kind of stuff a lot of my news is crowdsourced so a lot of it's american honestly mm-hmm. like um uh, one of my followers sends uh me like a lot of uh npr like oh yeah i'll do, I'll do npr stuff sometimes also but they were interviewing someone and one of the theories that they, uh, you know, sort of posited was that, like, if the Chinese can look at, like, American culture and how influenced it is from, like, online bullshit and they're trying to keep people off of, like, you know, the potential, like, place where they can be, like, red pill to the point to where, like, you get, like, Proud Boys and shit, I completely understand, like trying to keep kids off the fucking Video internet so they don't turn now. into, like, fucking edgelords and shit. Video games are different like in a like in a way completely separate just from like the whole like the moral fiber argument but just like that shit is literally just gambling at this point yeah um the fact that you can just like insert credit card number or whatever you have into this game and then get like fun tokens i don't know like that you there's a rng so there's like you're literally gambling there's a there's a random chance in there that you might get the thing that you want you might get something else that you don't want and it's just like um there was a there was a country that banned uh modern games it was i want to say it was belgium but like caused a boom in retro gaming because you just like couldn't get new games uh from the new platforms there anymore so like sega genesis games and stuff like that back that's interesting that's pretty tight but um yeah i actually i'm like i wouldn't call myself like an anti-gamer obviously i really enjoy games um uh, mm-hmm. i've been playing video games pretty much my whole life oh so do i, I mean i've been playing games for fucking yeah. ever you know what i mean yeah like, for sure and i would have like, yeah uh low-key like i was just like when i first the headline itself i was like okay this is just like a sensationalist ass headline in and of itself but like more or less the same reasons you said, Loki. I like Loki agree with it because I'm just yeah. like, when I think of all, all my own personal experience, my mm-hmm. parents wouldn't let me play video games in the house all day. That's probably the roughly the same amount of time I would have been allowed to play video games. Like, I was like, mm-hmm. I did sports and that whole thing, but I did sports for a while. My, my dude, did your parents ever just lock you out the fucking house? No, that did- never ha- actually, no. That would happen to me sometimes where it would be like the summer and I would be like, I just want to play video games. And my mom would be like, there is a pool 
that you can go to. You have friends to <laughs> fucking skateboard with. Like you were going outside today. I feel that. And you'd be like, you cannot come outside. Like I wasn't physically like barred from entering the house, but I was like theoretically like, I can't. Go oh home. yeah, there. I definitely went through those situations. There was just like uh, I had to go to like summer camp and stuff like that. I never did that shit. Well, it wasn't like a camp. It was like uh, I guess daycare. I guess you would call it. No, I never did that. Well, I went to my grandma's house. It was just like uh, basically, it wasn't school, but like the people that would watch you after school and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. It was, was like an after spot. school activity fucking thing. Yeah, there's a spot where kids could go during the summer while the par- well parents went to work. That's pretty sick. Because that was the whole thing. It was like if yeah. you're at work, you're not gonna leave your like eight nine year old kid. Yeah. People do that shit now though with all them fucking in-home cameras and shit. Yeah, that shit's weird. Your refrigerator's fucking narking on you to your mom. My, yeah, my mom would do it sometimes, but like... As I got older, I like would kind of fucking post up at the house, but yeah. But dude, even as a fucking adult, sure. like right now, me as a fucking 30-year-old, I spend so much fucking time on my PlayStation <laughs> where like I could, be, I could be doing so much shit. So like I also thought about it that way and I was like, if... <laughs> If fucking the American government was like, you can only play video games for like three hours of fucking like during, but it's also like from Monday to Thursday. Like, I'm pretty sure you can do whatever the fuck on Friday, Saturday and Sunday. Yeah. If you can play for any amount on the weekend. Yeah. That's the model that I've seen. That's like what it was. It was like Monday to Thursday, you get three hours and the rest, like you can do whatever. And also it stops when you turn 18. Barring the nine, nine, six. Um, I did. Sounds pretty dope, honestly. <laughs> I would get, I would get so much more shit done. It would level the playing field for like uh, adults who have jobs and shit, and fighting games with little kids who have nothing to do. I video hope games after that school. that's <laughs> the main reason why. I legit hope that it's because like the people who have like joined the fucking the party and have ranked high enough to make decisions are like thirty year olds, and they're yeah. like, these motherfucking kids are gonna stop beating my. I've I've had enough. That's my Western perspective. I'm just glad that I'm going to stop getting my cheeks clapped by Chinese children. Do you think that this is also a way for them to like, because I thought about this too, where it's like, what if this is some sort of like economic war, like soft economic warfare bullshit, like (laughs) retaliation on like fucking like American companies and like Japanese companies, because that's a lot of like the online gaming shit. And so if you're like, I've definitely thought of that. That's definitely been floated before. Like, uh, the microtransactions in the games mm-hmm. is basically just money laundering. Dude, no, for real. But like, imagine how much money fucking WoW's gonna lose. Oh, yeah. You know, like Blizzard, I mean, Blizzard's already fucked because that place was a fucking, mm-hmm. that place was like a Mad Men's episode. But like, like Valorant, Valorant's a big one with all the skins people buying. Wizard stuff. of the Coast, like all these fucking different companies that do all these like microtransaction based like online shit. I don't know no how wonder. much. No wonder China's like, nah, we gotta shut this the fuck down. Get <laughs> I, out of here. I really love how like America's like trying to do the fucking like China made COVID thing to fuck with them, but like it doesn't work. And like they're trying to America's trying to do so much like keep manufacturing out of China, keep like uh, cultural stuff like out of fucking China, like blah blah blah, China, 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 and nothing works. Like nothing fucking affects China. But right. then one day China's like, you know what? We're gonna limit our kids. To only being able to play your video games for three hours a week. And like, it's gonna fuck you guys up so bad. Yeah. We're gonna destroy your economy by literally just like telling that our industry, kids what to do. There's, yeah, they fucking, it's crazy to think about like the, for the average person, how large a market share they are. Like, in the amount, like with NBA as an example, 
when the NBA like uh the China was like, nah, you guys you guys are gonna do what we say. You guys wanna have basketball games here. You're gonna play fucking ball. Do you want our money? Because I will pull my fucking money. Basically. It, it I mean, you know, and when we get into more structured episodes, I would love to hear your take on China. Because <laughs> yeah. I have <laughs> I have takes on China. I feel. But like it is awesome. I think that like and this isn't even like if you exist on the left. I think just like if you understand how the world works, it is so sick that China is a has a communist government, but then are is doing capitalism better than the capitalists, yeah. and are defeating capitalism by showing how easy it is to exploit capitalism, yeah. and then through that they will eventually destroy international capitalism. It's pretty sick. By just like it's so sick, like it, it is so tight. Like, That's like just dual power, dude. It it, it really is just dual like power. it's so sick to watch this like unfold. Where like the destabilization of the West, and I understand why like Western minded people or like people who like enjoy the American Empire like made the boogeyman out of China. But I feel like it's kind of fucking too late. Yeah, because like between like what they're doing domestically and then like all the shit they're doing in Africa and then just like their position in the world, like it's they have played the long game like very well. And, and people are starting the, to realize the way that they've played, like, you know what I mean? The, the fossil fuels are like destroying the fucking planet. Like the mm-hmm. game cannot if you want to continue to play like you can't do it the same way, which means that the nature of. Um, like global exchange is gonna have to change. So, mm-hmm. if you don't own all the oils, then you don't uh, you don't you're not the winner of the game anymore. <laughs> but it's wonderful how that game is being just like aggressively altered yeah. by other people, mm-hmm. and that's obviously like what we're seeing. And a lot of the political turmoil right now comes from the fact that like there is a push against like the fossil fuel industry and. I think that their their not so hidden hand is becoming not so hidden every fucking day, right? Yeah, it's been weird, like bizarre. I don't know. Have you do you pay attention at all on like local issues, like mm-hmm. on, uh, with the solar panels with that? A little bit, um, but explain it to me. I am not super familiar. I just know that there's just kind of like back and forth. It's all right. This is a loosey goosey episode. Yeah. So this isn't when we actually feel, have to be informed. Yeah. Um, I'm just like spitballing just on because I knew someone who installed solar panels. I know some homies who got into that and it seems to be good fucking money. Yeah. But they were saying that there's like a back and forth of like um, the government trying to basically give people money to do it, but also right wingers with like Andy Harris and stuff. Uh, trying to like make it harder to do zoning and stuff. Just oh, like some NIMBY bullshit. Yeah, basically, dude. I got yeah. So like, I'm a fucking I'm a fucking Freemason. Play the conspiracy theory music (laughs) because it's like a family thing. I don't fucking participate in that shit. I did it to you know. I feel you know, and so like because of that, I know like a lot of fucking right wing dudes, and like I know a bunch of like old fucking boomers, right. And so I'm in all these fucking email chains with these dudes from fucking Lodge. And once they started fucking posting PragerU videos about oh how fucking like windmills actually are worse for the environment than coal. I like. That's so crazy. I wasn't going to like the birds, right? Yeah. All that <laughs> shit. But like I, that was the only time I ever thought about like narking out and like going to the higher ups and being like, 
uh, this is like completely unacceptable. Like the bylaws say we're not supposed to talk about politics and these are, you know what I mean? <laughs> but I just like leapt all the fucking group chats and shit. But like, yeah, I feel that I know people back in fucking Hagerstown who were involved in like construction shit and they want to kind of do this like soprano style, like old dudes who have a bunch of money in different interlocking sectors, not to dox them, but like, oh, yeah. what's up y'all? I know y'all. You can probably imagine what sectors they're in where like, I run this thing and you run this thing and you run this thing. And if we're going to do this thing, then we all get a piece of the pie. But they were like all like very curious about renewable energy when I was going to college because I was like going to go over there and study that shit. Like I was interested in it and they, you know, they thought I was like some hippie or whatever because I like smoked weed and wore tight pants. (laughs) And all these fucking like rich Western Maryland dudes were like really into like is there money in like solar and wind and then like building solar panels? They did this weird cost benefit analysis where I think they realized that there's more short term money in like investing in fossil fuels than there is in doing that stuff. So they all became like adamantly against renewable energy. Like they just got fucking Prager pilled so hard. That's wild. And we're just like <laughs> just completely intoxicated by like this promise of making like a shit ton of money on their investment. Like fracking like, and shit front. like that. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. so like that's nuts. And then I don't think any of them have really executed anything, but there was like a very long time where they would all post this. Like I saw on the news today that they want to have a renewable energy by the year, blah, blah, blah. But they won't tell you the truth. And then it's a fucking Prager U <laughs> video about how like, Technically speaking, the smelting of the wings uses this much water, which is not as much as you would use if you want to, you know, like that kind of shit. There was uh, my longest YouTube video. One of my most viewed YouTube videos is me ripping this Trump supporter for like three hours. I was talking about how um, back in, uh, I think it was like February when the grid froze in Texas. At, uh, the, yeah, March or February. Yeah, 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 yeah. that the power outage happened mm-hmm. because of the Green New Deal, and they were moving to renewable energy, and the windmills froze. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where... That was it. Was the windmills, the windmills that created? God, I used to know it. It was like three percent of uh, yeah, like it was only three percent. Yeah, the yeah. windmills pr- produce like three percent of the state's energy, but then you know the natural gas does everything. It, yeah, I remember this. Yeah. I remember this well. This was a fun period it, for it, me. Yeah, not only that, but like, wasn't there a period of time where like the wind had them operating at like super optimum efficiency? Uh, yeah, they were they were running like one hundred fifteen percent when yeah. they were running. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like it was it was a very that was a fun time. <laughs> Speaking of fun time, um, it's weed time, so it's time okay. to smoke fucking weed. That where you wanna <laughs> we fucking chill out. Well, I used to be the only one I used to be the only one that fucking smoked weed, but now the the co-host does too. This is very nice. I love this fucking dab man. Yeah, same. It's been a game changer. I was really excited. Dude, is it fucking good? Yes. You, Have you okay. seen you've seen the original one, right? Oh, 100 percent The it's it's basically a direct sequel. <coughs> is it really? Yeah, um, I mean, I don't want don't spoil it. I yeah. do I do want to see that, but we'll talk about it. it. Yeah. But I I fucking love Candyman. Like Yeah. Candyman is one of my favorite is one of my favorite horror movies and that like my feeling towards it, it was like I was scared as a kid to say Candyman and shit. Like, dude, it was scary. 
but also just like the movie itself was dope like in terms of like visual effect and it was one of those movies where like every time i revisited it it was as good as the first time and was better with i agree to an extent but i i would take it in the direction that like i liked it as a kid a lot and then the older i as i watched it as i grew up i started to like realize different i was watching the movie differently and it was Um, still equally as good and scary but for completely different reasons oh yeah for sure you know what i mean so like when you understand like the social stuff happening in that fucking movie then like but you're not gonna pick that up as like a nine-year-old it's just a scary monster yeah but then like being 27 or 28 and you're like holy shit (laughs) yeah right they're talking about some crazy shit right now like it's like watching aliens as an adult like actually getting the vietnam reference oh yeah 100 (laughs) percent but um yeah it was uh it was super good and it's very it's very timely in the way that the original Candyman was very timely about like cabrini green okay Um, yeah it's extremely timely and for people who don't know explain what cabrini green is um it was like a housing project that was in chicago it was like a for uh like lower income housing and shit and um it was like like racked with poverty like all the stuff that you would imagine when like you imagine like horrible fucking poverty like um drug dealing fucking people getting shot uh people on drugs all that's the hood quote unquote yeah this is like <laughs> what the stereotype of like the ghetto yeah the ghetto right it's right, like yeah when a you know when a affluent white person talks about like the bad part of the inner city this is what it's uh, yeah under, like what's um, been burned into our collective unconscious and um the new the new one addresses gentrification you know cool. what i mean yeah yeah which is where, because Cabrini, the Cabrini Green also got torn down. The last building got torn down. I think it was 2011, I think it was. Andrew, can you fact check that one? <laughs> it's either 2009 or 2011. One of those two. It was demolished in 2011. But, um, um, yeah. It addresses, uh, there's mad parallels. Yeah, me. I'm sure that. Me. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to. Yeah, don't spoil it. <laughs> if you it, haven't but, seen it, um, yeah, yeah. Because I, I really want to talk about it. So yeah, but I, I, <laughs> we will. <laughs> yeah, I want to see it again first, though. Is it on demand or is it only in theaters? I want to say it's on demand, but I saw it in the theater. Okay, that was the first thing. The first major thing I've done. Fuck yeah! Let's talk about this. Okay. All right. So I, how was this experience? So this is the first thing. Okay. So like. And I'm not, I don't want to put you on blast because I don't oh, fucking no. care. But it's That's like during the pandemic, like how fucking like pandemic is a serious thing were you? Like how cautious was I? Yeah, yeah. Like I did like a risk assessment thing because um, I used to live around the corner. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that situation kind of fell through. Uh, the person I was living with moved out of state and... uh. Another person I was living with moved in with their like long term girlfriend. Yeah, and the house just kind of. We've didn't, all fucking been there. Yeah, you just kind of get stuck at a fucking spot. Right. Like I, I could have stayed there, especially if I would have kept the job that I had. But the job that I had, I was working at a hotel all the time, which was an experience. I'm <laughs> sure that talk was about fucking time. sick. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. We need to talk about that. Yeah, but um. I was like, I could stay at this job at this pay grade and doing all this crazy shit that's getting progressively more and more crazy. Because this is in the first peak, 
but um i moved out of there in august mm-hmm. uh august 1st of last year yeah so i was like it's getting progressively more and more crazy this shit like as of uh event like the uh, pandemic i know is going to get worse before it gets better um do i want to get stuck at this job doing this in this level of exposure at this house paying this significant ass yeah. portion of my mm-hmm. check for this rent so i moved back in with my mom and my mom is uh you know in her 60s yeah yeah so, so that's a whole yeah. yeah so i was like um I'm getting the fuck out of here, basically. A bunch of other events happened because um, I was also low-key doing security the hotel. It was just not a good scene. So I got out of there. So I'm going to get you all worked up, and we're going to talk about the autobar stuff. Oh, <laughs> that's cool. But, yeah. um, but yeah, so um, I um, was just home, like, chilling with my mom you know carrying water all but when you like when you would, when you did you would you like go to the store and shit and were you doing like the mask in the like from the car to the fucking front door type we would of? do a lot of the time so i knew my mom at very least was probably going to catch it um just as a matter of what she does my mom's a mortician so That's her, her cool. level of exposure was like daily and constant so yeah. um um they give her pp and shit yeah when, like um, adequate when, PPE or uh, like yeah. So when when she wasn't that bullshit where like a nurse got like two masks a week and shit. <laughs> nah, they actually sent us this giant like box because we uh, she has Blue Cross Blue Shield too. So oh shit, we have like the the bomb ass and shit. Damn, but must be fucking nice. It's yeah. I'm surprised you could see me from your fucking ivory tower. Yeah, <laughs> it's nice to finally be up there. <laughs> I just got that shit like six months ago. But... Yeah, I'm sure it feels so fucking good. Well, I just got the insurance like a month, a month and a half ago. Dude, it would change my fucking life if I had insurance. It's it's it pretty would game changing for me. I'm getting ready to peep a dentist. Like, dude, it's ooh, pretty. Just like I'm excited. That's an erotic phrase. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? But um, but yeah. Um, so she got the. Uh, I remember the day after January six, January seventh, she tested positive because she said she wasn't feeling good that day. Um, and there was a whole bunch of other nutty shit, like people come to viewings with like holes cut in their masks and shit. That's fucking, you would see all kinds of crazy shit. Uh, I like, I, and I believed her. She would tell me these things and I believe it just cause people do this at the hotel that I was at. So I was like, of course people with like grieving families in a completely different state of mind or whatever, they're going to feel entitled cause you're holding this person's loved one's dead body in this area. Of course yeah. they're coming here doing the fuck, whatever the fuck they want. But um, uh, they sent us over a big box that was full of masks, hand sanitizer, um, plastic cups and knives and forks, like uh, everything disposable, mad disposable stuff for at least. Um, sh- they told her to post up. We had to stay posted up for three weeks, but they sent over at least like a month and a half's worth of stuff. Which That's pretty cool. fucking dope. During that period of time is when I really didn't. Um, we would either order stuff and have them like leave it at the door. Did you test positive? No. I have been tested negative, Holty. Really? That's pretty sweet, yeah. I tested negative. Um, She stayed in her room, which kind of sucked. I would, like, leave shit at the door. Mm -hmm. Then run in my room really quick. (laughs) Yeah. It was scary, kind of like that, but um, I tested negative while she was laid up pretty bad. I was kind of worried for a minute, because she's really into football, and the football game was on, and she was, like, asleep and, like, not even into it. Yeah. But, um... 
three weeks, she was feeling better. And um, I got tested after she tested negative. So she tested negative like three weeks in. And then I tested negative after that. So it was kind of cool after that. And I got fully vaxxed uh, June 30th. But after that, I went to a wake. I don't know if you heard about that wake. Someone there had Delta and exposed a bunch of people to Delta. That's Are how, you fucking serious? Yeah, that's how I got Delta. Are you fucking... God well, damn. Well, not the doctor. <laughs> <laughs> we can cut that. Yeah. <laughs> Just one long bleep. Yeah, yeah. But uh, that's how someone we knew got Delta. And um, yeah, because I knew that because they had the Johnson and Johnson. Well, because I got the Johnson and Johnson. Ooh, so yeah. But I haven't had any. (laughs) Hey, dude, look, either either I die, which will be fucking sick, because then I get to shed this mortal coil, or I feel like I get a fucking superpower, which is cool, because then I just get to Hulk out. True. So either way, I fucking win. So the thing is, apparently, what I heard is that you get sick. So like. Obviously, if you're unvaccinated, you're going to get fucked up no matter what. You're you might die. Up. But, like, if you, even if you have the Johnson & Johnson, the protection is, like, you'll get sick, but you won't be, like, you won't have to go to the hospital. Yeah, you just get fucked up for yeah. a little bit, yeah. Even, that's even if you but get sick. I don't sick. even want to get fucked up. Like, that's the thing. It's, like, yeah, I, can, I, know, I know so many, like, because I, like mask up still but i'm Same. fucking vaccinated and i got Same. the johnson johnson vaxxed, i don't give a fuck about it but people are like yo but if you get it Pfizer you'll only gang. get sick and Pfizer all day nah, it's fucking <laughs> i i i can't even do like the Pfizer gang or whatever or like because it's such an exclusive club that yeah. you just wouldn't understand it anyways you know i feel you weren't chosen for a reason <laughs> <laughs> i wanted the johnson and johnson though because i was hate sick. needles i had to drive down the fucking waldorf for it I fucking I drove down I'm not gonna say that on fucking main I would say that on Patreon though but it, yeah it <laughs> it was fucking chill I haven't had any fucking issues with the fucking Johnson Johnson but the only reason I asked like what your deal was with COVID is cause like you know like I was in a situation where like I had to be like super fucking intense like very very intensely like I fucking basically got like hosed down every time I came back in the house Oh, damn. cause I was still working doing the courier shit you know? Oh yeah, that's yeah. And then with my shit where I was previously living, not to get too much into anybody's shit, but it's like I had to be real fucking careful and it it was a whole fucking thing. Right. So then when I moved here, like I sort of like laxed up a lot, but I've still been like pretty fucking careful. I will admit though, like once things got better, I was like taking the mask off at the bar and stuff. Yeah. Like and I do that now, like I'll still take the mask Same. off at, at the bar. I'll wear it when I walk through, but like I'll get mask off. But, like, I know, like, some people who, like, never fucking went mask off anywhere, which, like, I respect. And we I know people went, who have been buck nutty with the, like, they said it's cool not to wear a mask. We went kind of crazy. So, you know, my household, we were both essential. Yeah. So it wasn't really a, a thing in terms of, like. I wish I would have gotten off work and gotten that fucking check. I wish I could have gotten off work, too. But uh, I didn't Not get Not to do money. all that, like, fuck y'all, y'all got it. Like, I'm glad that people got that oh, fucking fuck money. yeah. Like, it's... More power. I was I was jealous, but in a way of just like, damn, I wish I could have finessed that. I'm happy that they got that, but I wish I could have finessed it. I wish that. I could have finessed it. I, I got salty at some people because I was like, you didn't spend your money correctly. <laughs> but that's well, more of like a me problem. Yeah, that's than a different, a, yeah. You know what I mean? But yeah, that's me, like, sure. hearing people talking wild shit about the stuff they're doing, and I'm like, making 
so little money and they're making so much money and just pissing it. And I'm just like, dude, I swear to God, yeah, I can't with you right I now. I know that feeling for sure. <laughs> You're going to put me in a position I don't want to be in. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to turn me into a fucking fascist. <laughs> but no, because like with the movie thing, like, because I haven't, I mean, I went to like, I went on that trip to LA and that was like the most, like I did the fucking airport, but I, I mean, like obviously I did it recently. So like everyone was fucking like, masked up and shit but like yeah i haven't really oh, done a whole lot of shit really i saw two movies i took two i took a couple pretty big risks i feel like that was really so um saw a ball game i actually took a flight and it was wild because i saw lamar odom I oh shit lamar how's lamar odom. doing he's chilling he's he looked he was he was chilling he looked good i always liked him he was tall as fuck yeah he's it was it was mad funny um because like uh, i was taking a connecting flight and i was in north carolina and the dude was i didn't know it was him at first because i was just like kind of doing my thing but i was standing in line for mcdonald's because i'm disgusting and like the dude was in front of me like yo is that lamar odom is that lamar odom pointed at him it was fucking lamar odom and uh i was looking at him and I was thinking like even he was literally gucci sweatsuit gucci flip-flops Gold fucking bracelet, gold fucking necklace, and I was like, even if it's not Lamar Odom, he's dressed like Lamar Odom. <laughs> yeah, like, Jesus mean- Christ, dude. And um, he kept going like like the basketball, like the shooting. Motor no fucking dude. way. He kept going like this at him, like waiting for him to look over. And uh, finally, Lamar like looked over and nodded, like, "Yeah, that's I'm I'm." Yeah, it's me. It was cool. It was <laughs> it was pretty tight, but um, that was. It was nuts being in the airport at that period of time. How early into the... This was Father's Day of last year. Oh, shit. So it was All right. into the thick of it. Yeah, that was like when no one knew what the fuck was going on. Yeah, because I well, was... Well, we just knew it was bad. Really. Yeah, yeah, I was in the protests uh, in Baltimore, like here in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. And... Um, they were chill. Yeah, the, they the were marches super chill. were fucking chill. Yeah. You know, I will say that. Like, I've heard people gripe about other shit. And, like, I went to... A, a small handful yeah and it was the ones that we went to were like very well organized and very chill i heard they stopped being as organized and that's why we were forced to like stop going i went to the ones i would like go to them to document like right when the police would start like fucking people up basically dude i called out two fucking undercovers at the first one because <laughs> i like would walk by and it's like so you know you could see the fucking handcuff in the fucking back pocket and they had the fucking weird shoes on and I just like walk by and just be like, hey, you know, that's a cop, right? And it's like, so they can hear it. And then they get like all fucking mad and like look around and everyone's looking. <laughs> that happened sick. twice in one fucking march where it's just like some sketchy dude. And it's like, hey, that's a fucking cop. Just so you know, don't say anything cool. That's a cop, guys. I had to work, but also I was just on the wave of like, there's going to be streamers and the news media and stuff is going to be here during the day, like for all these like photo opportunities because the streets are packed. Of all these people who can't go to work anyway, they have nothing better to do than to come to yeah, stuff right. like this. That was all part of the plan. That was all part of the yeah. the, the socialist Democrats' yeah. plan <laughs> for like their Facebook profiles or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, it's all psyop. Yeah, so I was like, nah. When all the people, like all the wine moms and stuff, when they leave after the sun goes down and that curfew goes into effect, the police are gonna start fucking people up. So I was like, I'm just going to go out there with the camera and, and show them because 
the news isn't going to show that. Um, they showed up hella late, like after all, like the the worst parts of the shit had already happened, like when the fireworks were getting set off and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I dipped was, the fuck out. Like, yeah, as soon as like the sun started to even like remotely go down, like by like, five or six o'clock, I was like, I'm out. Like, I actually went out there probably like right when the sun went down, probably like eight or nine, and then stayed out there because they were fucking died. people up. And other places, people were getting really fucked up, and I was yeah. afraid that the one night I go out is the night that they just start splitting fucking skulls. Oh yeah, I'll be real. Like I know that's like some kind of, but like I was not going to oh, get no. my ass I was, beat. Yeah, I was out by the fucking cops. There was one moment where, because I was, this is actually why I went on that flight, because there was a moment uh, in the protest where like the police had their like phalanx or whatever with the the shields, and they were like next to each other, uh, mobbed up and like pushing the crowd or whatever. And everybody started running, and I actually fell because I was trying to record with my phone, like get video and run at the same time, so I couldn't like see where I was. No, oh, damn, you like ate running. shit. Yeah, just completely, just took the L, just took the L immediately, and I was like, "Fuck!" There was actually, I was like, "I'm about to get trampled." Like, mm-hmm. if I don't die, I'm gonna get fucked up really bad because mad people are gonna step on me, like just trying to get away from the police who are. Yeah. With the shields and the batons and the pepper spray and, and the yeah. fucking non-lethals and shit. Or less lethals. Yeah, and not even, yeah, less not, lethal. Yeah. yeah. Or, You're still getting a fucking butt plug shot at you from a fucking t-shirt. Yeah, game. yeah, basically. Like, it really is just like... You're it's, getting destroyed by that fucking thing. Yeah, they're just throwing fucking Tonka truck tires at you at fucking <laughs> maximum velocity. It's like yeah. being in a batting cage. Right, yeah. Like, just... And you just you gotta face that. Mm-hmm. It's like the jackass scene where they're getting the fucking, they, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. it was wild so. though. I got picked up. People picking me up, and we just kept. Running. That's good. I'm glad that people fucking. Yeah, it seemed like the people who stayed around late, who like wanted to do good, were like very. Good As a lot of the street medics it. and stuff. Yeah, like the people who would be there for that situation were there. I saw a lot of kids who just wanted to fuck shit up, and it was cool because I did see a lot more people be like, "Get the fuck out of here!" Yeah, yo. chill out. There was a lot of the that like for all of the fear mongering or like buzzword dropping that was done about that. There was a lot of like county people that would come through that were trying to like. uh bus windows or just wanted to have their like oh yeah no that was definitely and that was like a stupid thing too because that definitely was like abused by the right to be like you know the blm protests don't mean anything that's just an excuse for people to loot and riot right and then like the democrats and like the bernie crats and stuff would try and argue like this very soft like it's okay that they're doing stuff even though we don't really like it you know because like you're never going to get a democrat who's like no there is a tactical use for rioting and right. for civil yeah, unrest you, you're never going to have a fucking democrat be like yeah. no you can upset the flow of capital yeah, by well, like I mean, destroying the, role a fucking of the city democratic block. party is to take the teeth out of any leftist movements oh 100 100 percent. but it was interesting to see that happen yeah. like online and watching people who didn't live in any major city have a lot of opinions about something that they will never experience firsthand. And then as like the days went on during like the George Floyd, like uh, uprising stuff, like, or even as like stuff was going on in Portland and shit and people have all these like really strong opinions. And then you find out from the homies, like, 
No, I was down there and there was like a bunch of kids who like just rolled up to like smash windows. And then like, that's when the cops started beating the shit out of everybody. And it's just like, fuck man. Like, yeah, they all are really, God damn it. You know, there was people who didn't know that, um, the George Floyd uprising, not George Floyd, the, uh, Freddie Gray uprising was, uh, pretty much like entirely engineered, like by the police Mm -hmm. that they were trapped at the, the subway station and shit. Yeah. Like well, I mean, a lot of people who just weren't from here who don't know how the subway runs and all that shit, but like, like people locally who like didn't know that they actually did cut the buses off, cut the subway off, cut everything off, uh, just corral these kids, mm-hmm. and that was like, I heard even so, obviously I heard. I remember that day I was yeah, working at the same. fucking symphony that day, and I was online on the computer that I day. I was delivering pizzas in the county, but um. I remember the police came out with that flyer talking about the purge or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I also had heard rumors that they were throwing, they started throwing the uh, like cinder blocks and shit first. Like all that footage that you saw of the bricks and stuff being thrown back and forth. Mm-hmm. Cause I always thought that was odd when I first saw it or when I was, my mom, like it wasn't odd to me cause I understand how the police work. But my mom thought it was odd cause she's still kind of like lib on that on that end it's it's gonna be hard to convince your parents to like of go course. full mal but she's like why I mean? are the police throwing the, the bricks back and i'm just the, like the police are a the, fucking gang the and police they suck. probably brought the bricks yeah <laughs> the police probably but yeah that was a, a thing that i that was a rumor that the police started throwing first before like the police initiated which makes sense because the police initiated the entire encounter so oh yeah i mean that was all very well orchestrated by the police God damn, dude. Do you remember the fucking articles that came out about how much fucking money was stolen from the fucking pharmacy by the cops, like in the form of the like gun pills? trace task force? That was nuts. Yeah, that I was fucking insane. That was part of this, like that entire unit's existence is nuts. The fact that they were able to exist, but all the crazy shit that they did, like one of the ways that they got caught, which is something that was known, but never really followed up. Didn't they get caught from all. doing shit in Philly? Yeah, they had an officer that was in Philly, but they also, like, killed, like, in a police chase, just, like, killed completely innocent bystanders. And then, um, the person that they were chasing, I guess, was injured, and they planted guns on them and stole whatever drugs he had. They would just, like, rob people. Mm-hmm. And... But people knew it. But the, th- the crazy thing is that, like, everyone knew that, like, if they show up, like, if the cops show up, oh, the people like, in the street knew, yeah, yeah, well, that's that's what I'm saying. Cause, yeah, like, but people, I feel like people, young people knew, like, yeah, if the cops show up, they're gonna steal all your shit. Oh yeah, for sure. Even out in the county and stuff, that was a very different experience between like your parents calling the cops because they saw something moving in the yard and mm-hmm. like you getting the cops called on you because the neighbors called because you have thirty people smoking weed and yeah. drinking Burnett's vodka in the backyard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's dude. Fuck, I remember. I remember watching the fucking tank roll down fucking Howard Street and all that shit, dude. That was nuts. That was a fucked up. Like that was a crazy time to be. That involved. period of time that last year was fucked up, but that period of time was especially fucked up. Just because I've had like such, I have such history with Mondama Mall and like being mm-hmm. there so often. Uh, I used to go there like. Every other weekend and get my hair cut. I still get my hair cut there. Same barber, same barber Fuck shop. Yeah. I've been getting my hair cut there for 
almost 25 years. Um, yeah, about like 25 years. That's and, fucking uh, sick. Yeah. <laughs> but um, it was just weird seeing all that shit shut down. It's been weird seeing that area throughout, like, in that period of time with them having the target there and stuff. And I remember that fucking target. <laughs> yeah. The, the wild target. <laughs> that shit was fucking nuts. I got my uh, my driver's license there. before. Really? They, yeah, before they tore down the MVA there. I used to, I used to fucking go to the target and like drop people off. Cause I was like, I'm not like, it's, I'm not in the mood for fucking this crazy ass target right now. (laughs) And I would go to the mall and get Popeye's and then eat it in my fucking car. For some reason, that Popeye's, that specific Popeye's was always just bussing. Just like, just hit different for some reason. It was the best one in the city. I'll, I'll. Of, of the ones that I had, like from someone who isn't yeah. from the city, I moved here in right. 2013. It was right. definitely better than the ones out in the county for sure. Oh, that one was so good. I don't know if it was just because it Those was Those beans mall and rice Popeyes. were always so fresh. Yes. Like, I don't know if it was just because it was like mall Popeyes or what, but it was always like the the red beans and rice were always mm-hmm. hella fresh. The chicken was extra crispy. Like, dude, honestly, in the Valley Mall in Hagerstown, I haven't been there in a long time, but there's a long John Silver's that's been there oh, forever. Man. Same spot forever. And it is the best Long John Silver's I've ever had. Not that I'm really? a fucking connoisseur, but like that one is always like it. Sometimes you get that fucking fast food fish shit and it doesn't really taste like yeah. food. But this always tasted like a meal. You know what I'm saying? Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. But there, that is interesting. There is something about mall fast food that really. Yeah. But, I don't know if it was. Uh, yeah. It probably. I've had a lot of Long John Silver's. Long John Silver's was my favorite. I'd say probably fast food joint throughout the nineties for sure. Growing up, that was your shit. Yeah. We like, did a lot of the big ones. We Arby's was the one that we did that wasn't like the big two. Arby's is nice. I didn't really start doing Arby's right till fairly recently. House. We didn't see a whole lot of Arby's, but on road trips back to Dayton for family stuff, I would always love long John Silvers and uh rallies. It was checkers here, but it was rallies out there and I thought it was different. We didn't have fucking checkers or Sonic. Like in Washington County, we didn't have Sonic for until mad late. I know we didn't have Sonic for a while. I mean, like that was like a whole fucking thing. Is we would drive from Hagerstown to Frederick, like to go to fucking like Checkers or Sonic. It was like a Damn. fucking whole pilgrimage. It was a whole fucking thing. There was a few Checkers near where I was, um, or at least we knew where the Checkers in the area was, and it wasn't too far away. Mm. So we got Checkers a decent amount. And um, rallies was pretty common. I feel like out where where we were at in uh, in Ohio. So I used to all, always get that, like the rally burger. Like it's weird that dude. I've only had rallies. Like I could probably do it on one hand. Yeah, that's just never one that ever was like in my fucking line of sight. It's literally just checkers. It's just called yeah. something. To, it's like but even checkers. I've never been a big like checkers. Yeah, like checkers and Sonic. Like it just doesn't. That's what was so crazy is like I didn't even really bang with checkers like that when I was a kid. But rallies for some reason it's exotic. It's like, different. That's yeah, part right. of the trip. You know exactly. Yeah, that's like the Carl's Jr. and Hardee's thing. Yeah, right. Whatever, yeah. Right? Exactly. Like, Carl's Jr. Yeah. is this whole thing. It's like, dude, there's a Hardee's is. There's not too many Hardies though anymore. There's not yeah. too many either. I haven't seen. There's not. I haven't seen one in a long time. I the, didn't do any of the. Well, we did. Um, we did In and Out, or no, no, we did Del Taco when I was in LA. That was the only fucking like West sick. Coast. 
Yeah, I didn't do any of the fucking like in and out was. I'm not gonna lie, in and out was hella mid. Like I was like I was it was, I wanted it to be super, but it was definitely some mids. Like I remember eating it like damn, like it is the definition food wise of like creating your own reality. Where like you like because when you I feel like every time I've been to fucking in and out I've just been like fucked up yeah on something just like fucked up and just like riding the high of like L A motherfucker you know what I mean yeah that's real and then you roll up the fucking in and out and you get your animal style distortion feel and exactly and you just eat that fucking slop and then you're like this is what it means to fucking party in L A I'm on fucking pills and kind of legalish weed you know what I mean (laughs) facts like. Yeah, every That's time I went shit. there when I was like in my early twenties, it was just like the party mode would end at like just eating away. Like I've never actually been to LA. Really? I've only I've been to San Fran briefly. Yeah, when I was on the West Coast, I um was seeing someone, and I also have family in California. So oh, right on. That was like kind of a regular pilgrimage that we would make. That was a fun drive. That was a really really fun drive. Sheesh, that was at like a 16, day and a half. 16 hours. Oh, 16 hours. From Olympia to fucking LA. From where to LA? Olympia, Washington was oh, where Olympia. I went to school, oh, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. So it's like right between Seattle and I Portland. thought you were talking like Maryland to- Oh, no, 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 no. I'm talking about when I was like I was in college. Sheesh. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. 16 hours is- it's a decent little trip, but it's doable. It was, I mean, dude, it was like fun, like being with my fucking partner and just like getting really stoned and just like- driving like putting shit on the ipod like you know this is like fucking 2010 2011 you know what i mean and just driving the whole fucking coast dude we picked up some fucking uh, some fucking kids off of like craigslist rideshare and (laughs) drove them from fucking like portland to san francisco but they like paid for all the gas for us to get down there wow that's wild i've never even heard of that before what rideshare well i knew that something like that existed but i didn't know craigslist like did that that used to be a really big thing, like back like in the late like you know two uh, thousands, and then like the wild. early aughts. Yeah, dude. Like I knew a lot of people who would do like road trip stuff to like North Carolina or like Pittsburgh and shit, like to go to a show or go like go back to school or go see the homies, and they'd be like driving by themselves or with like one other person, and then just like put up an ad being like leaving fucking D.C. at seven o'clock. Like, going straight here, not making any fucking stops. Like, if anyone needs a ride, hit me up. And then someone would be like, yo, what's up? Like, I'll bring a fucking eighth of weed and I'll, like, kick you, like, you know, 50 bucks. I got, like, two bags. I used and then to do be that, like, like, all right. individually. Like, people I knew personally on, like, uh, our band's forums and shit. But mm-hmm. uh, I'd never done it, like, with, like, strangers. strangers on that level. Yeah. Like, in the end, you're doing it with strangers even yeah. on that I think that that was like the end of like what we would recognize as like hitchhiking. I think like, I think they tried to make it like kind of like, and that was the vibe. Like I knew people who traveled the whole country, like city to city doing that stuff. And it very much was just like couch surfing, like early, like blogging type of, you know what I mean? Like like living out the backpack travel thing, go to Chicago and then get a ride share to fucking, you know, Akron. And then from Akron to fucking Pittsburgh, from Pittsburgh to New York. But we took these girls down and it was just so funny because we got we drove all day and got to fucking San Francisco and they were like, here's this youth hostel we're staying at. And my the person I was with, my partner was like, I don't think that this is like a really chill spot for you guys to be in. (laughs) And they're like, no, it's cool. Like, we're fine. And then we just like dropped them off and they gave us like the money for gas or whatever. And then we're just like, these girls are like not going to make it to wherever they're going. Yeah. And we just like kept on going through. Fuck it. 
They knew what they were doing? No, exactly. Well, they said they did, and I'm not their fucking dad. Yeah, I mean, yeah. But, like, yeah. (laughs) So, to go back to the mask thing. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But um, do you think um, that we're going to go back to getting fucking any type of lockdown bullshit? No. Um, I mean, the right wing's already doing it uh, in terms of just, like, normalizing getting and potentially dying of covid but that's what's gonna happen i kind of respect their dedication to the grid yeah yeah if it's worth it if you're making fucking money off of it then like sure what if crowder got fucking covid and he's lying and saying it's a fucking heart thing that would be nuts i'm surprised joe rogan like came out and said he had covid i'm not he couldn't fucking hide it fair enough you know what i mean he um yeah but uh i don't think uh the, I think the cabinet, uh, Jen Psaki or whatever, I think she's already said that. Oh, the, not, the press secretary? Yeah, she said they're not going to do any more uh, more restrictions. We're not moving backward. We're just moving forward. Well, okay. That means fucking nothing, Jen. Basically. That means fucking nothing because Basically. we can't move forward. That's like kids are they're already trying to send kids back to school and stuff. It's just. It's fucking wild. Like, if, like looking at the numbers now, especially compared to last year, and just like well over half a million people have gotten clapped by this thing now, and we've just decided, if, like, with the in the period of time with the most new infections since the start of this thing, like now is an excellent time to send these dirty ass kids back to school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, no, it's. I mean, like. It's fucked up. It's fucking crazy. I know people who are sending their kids back and they're like, yo, it is a matter of fucking time. Or it's like people who are fucking teachers and shit and they're just like, I don't know what I'm going to fucking do. One of my viewers is a, um, is a high school kid that said that they they tried to go back and it's already done because like all these people got infected. All yo, tell that had- kid to fucking do a student's union at a fucking <laughs> high school. Yeah. I, I try to influence people to do that kind of stuff. Dude. Just like, yo, whatever you got going on, you and your buddies, just... Uh, just unionize, yo. Dude, act. I... I My Uber rating went down. That sucks. Because I just keep on being like, y'all should fucking unionize. <laughs> Every time I'm in the Uber, even if I'm fucking completely sober. So I tried to... um Get in contact with other drivers when I was doing that for a living. And I actually got low-key shadow band mm-hmm. on uh, uh, Uber and Lyft's, like, Reddits. But every time I tried to be like, yeah, we should try to form a union, or I would try to link up with other drivers on there, or, like, try to get questions, or, like, questions answered, or, like, how to meet other drivers and stuff, it would always get immediately, just, like, if it didn't immediately get, uh like, shadow banned, I would get like grassroots to like just like some like I don't know if they're bots or what, but people coming in and be like, if I don't like it, I don't have to work for them. Mm-hmm. Just, just leave. The environment's actually really good. They actually make a lot of money. Um, all this extra shit, and it's just like, wow, okay, this is kind of really discouraging. But yeah, I can imagine that that. But fun. um. Yeah. Um, my rating, I had two different cars and my rating was low because my car before my, my current one's pretty messy now, but my last car was really, really messy. I was doing 
So <laughs> it was like pretty low. But then my new car, like uh, I didn't start doing lifts until I got after my new car. Mm-hmm. After I got it, I had a five star rating on Lyft. I'm a five. I'm still a five star driver on Lyft. That's fucking sick. On Uber, I was only like four. Yeah, I mean, like, my buddy posted something about his thing going down, and I was like, I wonder what mine is, and then it's like, it has gone down. And I was like, the only thing I'm doing is, like, I'm just getting drunk and asking them how they, like, work, <laughs> and when, when they're like, I don't really like it. I'm like, well, you should unionize and bleed them dry, because they're making a lot of money off of you. Yeah. And most of the time, they're like, yes, that sounds good, and sometimes they're like, you know, uh, I don't know if, uh, I don't know how I feel about that. That structure is like, you're literally paying them to work for them. Mm-hmm. It's so weird. It's fucking stupid. It's like Twitch taking fifty percent. Well, yeah, that too. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Um. All right, we're at end time. All right. So, is there anything you want to say before we end it? Um, you don't have to. I'm just like legitimately asking. That's cool that you fucking don't. Um. But yeah, no, this was like a looser episode. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And then I it, just got really baked and. <laughs> yeah just did that shit no it's been fucking chill um but yeah so we'll be recording like normal time this is gonna come out late also but like we're gonna be recording normal time starting next week like normal show stuff this is more of a intro thing um so we do have music like I said earlier um so it's we're gonna play a doser song now so alright see you next week bye <laughs>